Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Pay homage to the blessed one Dear friends Today, April 29, 2023, at Dhamma Meditation Center. So I would like to deliver Dhamma talk about the five hindrances. So when you meditate, so how five hindrances arise in your mind and how will you, how will you abandon them? So I quoted actually from the Sutta number 10, the five hindrances. So five hindrances means we call him Pali, Pancha Nivarana. So Pancha means five, Nivarana means hindrances. So there are five hindrances. So number one, Kama Sanda. So Kama Sanda means sensual desire. So through the six senses, we have the six senses, eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. So through the six senses, the five, hin the sensual desire rise, when you meditate, you know, so when the sensual desire rise, then what will you do? So you have to use the six hours, or I call it actually harmonious practice. So, the, because I am harmony with me and mind, mind and body. So, when I practice meditation, I am harmony with my body and mind. And also, you can see the right effort. So, the Kama Sandha, sensual desire, and number two, Vyapada. So, Vyapada means hatred aversion or ill will. So when you meditate, the aversion may arise in your mind. So that moment, what will you do? So you have to use the, the six hours there. So the six hours, we also call right effort. The recognize it when unwholesome thought arises in your mind. Like a Kama Sandha, Vyapada, Tinamidda. Tinamidda means sleepiness and dullness. So in, in the scriptures you can find the translation slot and topper. So I used the word for the sleepiness and dullness. So when you meditate, you know, someone just uh, five minutes, after five minutes you feel so sleepy, right? feel sleepiness and dullness 
So maybe I should not practice one hour. Uh, tomorrow I will I'll practice two hours to an hour, one hour an hour. My uncle, can you hear me? Very good. <laughs> so dullness means maybe tomorrow I'll practice two hours. Today only one hour an hour. So when you that sleepiness and dullness arise, thinner means sleepiness. Dullness means thinna midda. Midda means dullness. And the next one, uddasa kukucha. Uddasa means restlessness. Your mind go here and there, here and there, always around. You know, so you are practicing here. Your mind is in in your country. You are remembering your family members. You are remembering your parents so mind go everywhere like monkey you know so skaluddasa kukucha that means anxiety or we can use remorse <coughs> so i want to keep my mind one place but my mind never listen to me i want to keep hindrances hey, should not rise in my mind but still i cannot control my mind there is no control. You cannot control the mind, you know. So, so restlessness and anxiety arise in your mind. And then last one is called Visikicca. So Visikicca means doubt. So here, you see, our friends came from the different states and different countries, right? So we came here from far away at Dhammasukha Meditation Center for practicing meditations. So after practicing one or two days, this technique is not the right technique. It doesn't work. Doubt arises in your mind. What Bhante Satchananda is teaching? This is not the right. Doubt arises about the teacher. What Buddha said in the scripture, this is not right. Doubt arises about the Buddha. You know, so whenever any doubt arises during the practice, please use the sixers there. So this is the in brief. So finish. <laughs> so not finish yet. <laughs> this is just a brief, okay? So in the Sutta number 10, Sutta number 10, the Blessed One explained there were the five hindrances, Pansanivarana. How does a person avoid observing mind objects as a mind objects? Here a person avoids observing mind objects as mind objects in terms of the five hindrances. So as I explained, what are the five hindrances? And how does one abide observing mind objects as a mind objects in terms of the five hindrances? Here, there have been sensual desire in them. A person understand there is sensual desire in me. So when you practice meditation, you know sensual desire, right? So you understand means you know it. You know because your mind is pure that moment. So, 
As Sri Dalsana yesterday mentioned, what is the meaning of mindfulness? So remember the things that moves one thing to another. So how is your mind is moving from one place to the another place? So when you are very, very clearly see and understand, this is the mindfulness. Okay, so hindrance is arising, I know it. So you have to welcome the hindrances. If you think that these hindrances is enemy for me, so should not come, hey, should not come, should not rise my mind. No, allow them as a friend. So we are our loving kindness practitioner, right? So we have to allow all the hindrances as, as, as our friend. Open your mind. So then when you see hindrances arising in your mind, just use the harmonious practice, the six hours there. So many people, you know, especially who are coming for practicing meditation, they complain a lot. They said, Bhante, you know, hindrances disturb me a lot. Because of hindrances, I cannot practice meditations. I want to stop the hindrances. But is it still arising? So remember, until you attain the Raham, the hindrances rising and vanishing. Rising and vanishing. Rising and bearing. So what do you have to do? You have to use the six hours there. Six hours there. So more you use the right effort, six hours there, you'll see your hindrances will be weaker, 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 weaker. Then eventually you'll see one, uh, you, 10 minutes, no hindrances arising. 15 minutes, no hindrances arising. 20 minutes, no hindrances arising. You know, one of my students, he also, he was the first practitioner at Damasuka Meditation Center. He lived in Westchester in New York. So he came for practitioner's retreat at Brahma Vihara Meditation Center. So when I was taking the interview, uh, I took the interview from him. How long can you sit? Monday, two hours. One sitting. Without moving. Okay. How long? Can you sit with a distraction? 20 minutes. No distraction. Can you imagine? 20 minutes. He's really very good practitioner, you know. So 20 hours, no hindrances. That means you are in the jhana. One of the jhana. So I will explain that after tomorrow about the jhanas in detail and how you understand what are the meaning of the jhana and how many kinds of jhana and how you understand you attend the first jhana, second jhana, third jhana, fourth jhana. I'll explain after tomorrow. Because tomorrow will be the dance talk. Right? So, the rising of the unirrigent sensual desire occur when one's mindfulness becomes weak. So, whenever your mindfulness is weak, then hindrances. You allow hindrances. My friend, please arise in my mind. The hindrances will rise because your mind, your mindfulness is very weak. So when your mindfulness is very sharp, very very pure, the hindrances cannot arise. When hindrances arise, then you know, use the success there immediately. 
So abandoning of the original sensual desire occurs when the meditator learns how to use six hours, recognize it. So you are meditating loving kindness here and you might go away the object of meditation. So you know it, recognize it and then release it, don't pay attention there. You know some people when they practice meditation, they close their eyes and they say, wow, I can see beautiful star. Many, many stars like the moon, you know, the sky, it looks so nice. I want to see more, see, 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 don't do that. Just release it because if you do that, that you are increasing your craving. Just release it. And then relax. What does it mean relax? I practice meditation about 14 years, one four in Thailand and Burma. When I was studying at International Theravada Buddhist Mission University in Myanmar and in Thailand, nobody tell me that relax. Relax, relax. But actually in the Sutta, in the Mahasatipattana Sutta, Sutta number 10, from middle and saying Majjhima Nikaya, the Buddha said Pasambaya. So Pasambaya means uh, tranquilize. So tranquilize means calm. So calm means relaxing. So after coming here, you know, I, I was the only one who questioned a lot to Bhante Vemaradamsi. I was sitting here, Bhante was sitting here. You know, I always make note what he's talking about. He looked me like this. What are you doing? <laughs> so he knows I, I make note that means I ask him the questions all the time. Then he said, Pasambaya. Okay, Pasambaya, this is the Pali word. And I went to my cabin and take a look at Pasambaya means tranquilize. Tranquilize means relax. Oh, this is in the Sutta already. You know? So, whatever he spoke, whatever he delivered Dhamma talk here, I didn't believe very easily. I'm the person who never believed. And so, when we took the lunch together at the dining hall, he said, you never believe me. And I told him, why I have to believe? I came from New York. It's a two hours flight and then two hours drive. I the Dhammasuka Meditation Center. Came here for learning practical way, not for believing you. He said, okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I told him, you have to show me from the sutta. Then I think that you are speaking the right way. Then he said, okay, sutta number this, go this section, then you'll find. So after finishing meditation, I went to my cabin and take a look at, oh, he's right. Then I accepted his teaching. So exactly, that's why Buddha said, why Bhante Bhimala Ramsi became monk? Do you know that? Nobody know, right? Only one advice of the Buddha. 
Ehi pasiku. Come and see. His father was Christian. His mother Jewish. He said, I am Buddhist monk. And I said, why do you become Buddhist monk? He said, only that one advice of the Buddha. That one, ehi pasiku, come and see my teaching. And after seeing, please try to understand. After understanding, you practice it. After practicing, when you get the truth, you accept it, otherwise you can leave. No problem. Only because of this advice, this wonderful advice, Bhante Vimal Ramsi became Buddhist monk. And he practiced meditation more than 46 years. You know? So, so when I came here, then I saw he's really focusing the sutta. So how did I come here? Maybe if I, I should explain this actual practical experience. You know, I was uh, I was finding a good teachers who really have a lot of experience about the meditations. So before going to bed, every night I listen Dhamma talk from YouTube from the different teacher. So from Ajahn Brahm, from Bhante Gunaratana, and I mean who are really meditation teachers. So I listen the Dhamma talk. And one day I was listening Bhante Vimalamsi talk. He just read the book, open the book, Dase Vaiharam, and then he read the Sutta. I was thinking that what he's doing? Just read the Sutta. This is not a Dhamma talk. One day, two days, I listen to his talk. I went to sleep. This is not a Dhamma talk, you know. And then one day, he's giving talk, talk, beautiful comment. Wow, when I, can I wake up? He gives a very beautiful practical comment, you know. And I wake up, then I was thinking, okay, listen to him. The way he speaks English, my English is no good, you know, already. <laughs> so the way his, his English, very slow, I can catch very clearly, you know. So, and I was thinking, oh, his English is really good, even though he's American, but his English, the way he speaks, I can catch everything. And then I sent an email to David, David, I want to come at Damasuka. I want to stay three months. And he said, I have to talk with the Bhante, let me, let's see what he's talking about. And then he went to Bhante, Bhante said, okay, tell him to come. And David replied to me, okay, Bhante, you should come here. You are welcome at Damasuka. So, but I cannot confirm whether you can stay three months or not. So I actually want to come for the rainy retreat, three month rainy retreat. So I came here, I practiced here four months one time. And I met James. He saw, this is the smiling man. 
I ever saw. That's why he brought one, my, one of my pictures, you see, in the corner. He said, this is the smiling man, my Uncle James. So, happy man. So, I should take this picture at Damasu and put it in meditation hall. So, he brought, <laughs> you see, my picture is there. <laughs> so, whenever we practice these meditations, we always have to smile. Why? Did the Buddha say for smiling? No, he never said. He cannot find the scripture. I asked Bhante Bhimalalamsi many times, why are you talking about a smile, a smile, a smile? Buddha never said for smiling. And he said, did the Buddha say, develop wholesome? Yes, it is Sutta already. Develop a wholesome. Bring up the wholesome thought in your mind. So how do you bring it? Smile. So when you smile, you can feel that your mind is clear, pure, and agile. First time I didn't accept what he's talking about. And when I says, read the sutta, oh, Buddha said, bring up the wholesome thought. Develop your wholesome thought. Stay with the wholesome thought. Smile. I was thinking, let me try. If I smile, what do I feel? So when I started smiling, then I really felt that it's really work. So that's why I accepted his teaching. Right? So, so when you stay with the whole, with your object of meditations, the smiling, and then feeling, so this meditation actually the feeling and the smiling. You must feel on it. If you don't feel, if you don't smile, that means you are taking this practice very seriously. You are you are not following the instructions. And how your mind will develop, even you don't know. So that's why um, just we have to Think that this meditation is very easy to practice. So loving kindness meditation is the faster progress than other meditation. You can try. Of course, the some meditator have the, the different experience. They practice inside meditation. We also did. And some of someone practice the anapanasati, breath in, breath out. You know, then which one is the best for you? One of my students came at the Brahma Vihara Meditation Center every Friday come. I taught him Brahma Vihara, the loving kindness meditation. And when he go back at home, he practice yoga. And I told him, you know, I choose only one. If you practice here loving kindness, go back at home, practice the yoga, I don't know whether it will work or not. Just choose only one and develop it. You know, so I cannot tell him stop the yoga practice. So if I say it like that, then he will be angry. So his hatred will will develop. You know, so I, I'm not going to say that. So the first hindrances you already know through the six senses. I ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. 
the sens sensual desire arises. When the sensual desire arises, it is the sixers there. Second hindrances, biapada, hatred, aversion, ill will. Here the Blessed One said, there being hatred, aversion, ill will, a person they understand, there is hatred in me, or there be no hatred in me, they understand, there is no hatred in me. So when hatred arises, then you know, use the sixes that moment, and then when you meditate, meditate, hatred is not rising, you know. So this is the mindfulness. That moment your mind is very clear. And they also understand how there becomes to be the rising of unrising hatred and how there comes to be the abandoning of unabandoning of erasing hatred and how there comes to be the future non-rising of abandoned hatred. So for abandoned hatred, just use the sixers, then hatred go away. So not rise that moment. By seeing these and listening them, you start disassociate from them and they just become parts of the machine that they are deciding like a car. Okay, these are the second hindrances. So when you meditate, you may, you know, in the past, uh, you was angry with someone. You were meditating, meditating. So maybe you and you was angry with your friend. That thought will arise in your mind. Just use the sixers to go away. And maybe in the past you was uh, quarreling with your wife or husband or with your family members. So or with your friends. So that thought may arise. Just use the harmonious practice. The sixers there go away. And then second, the number three hindrances, sleepiness and dullness. That means tinamitta in Pali. Tina means sleepiness or sloth. And midda means dullness. So I use actually sleepiness dullness because when you meditate, it really feels very sleepy, you know, very sleepy. So, when you take a lot of food and after that you never take nap, you come at the meditation hall and then you definitely you'll get a sleepiness. You, know, you feel so very sleepy, you know. So, I should go to the, my bed and sleep. I should not practice to, today. <laughs> go to my cabin and then sleep one hour, then come back. You know, so that such, uh, thinking will arise in your mind. So that's why that's, this is the one, one, one of the hindrances. Tina midda in Pali. Sleepiness and dullness. So when you know sleepiness and dullness arise in your mind, is the right for six hours there. So the Buddha said here, the Blessed One, there being a sleepiness and dullness or slot and torpor, 
a person, they understand there is sleepiness and dullness in me. Or there being no sleepiness and dullness in a person, they understand there is no sleepiness and dullness in me. They also understand how there comes to be rising of unreasoned sleepiness and dullness and how there comes to be the abandoning of reason, sleepiness and dullness, and how there comes to be the fusion non-arising of abandoned sleepiness and dullness. This is in the scriptures already explained. So when you know sleepiness rising, you know it, you understand it, just use the scriptures there, then and you meditating, meditating, then you'll see no hindrances, no sleepiness arising. So you know it, your mind will tell you that, okay, hindrances, sleepiness is not arising in your mind. So I am now okay. Right? And then when non-arising sleepiness and dullness arise, you know, you understand it. So that's why every moment, every moment, you have to understand, understand, understand. So teacher, different teacher explain actually different explanation. So according to the four foundation of mindfulness, Satipatthana or Maha Satipatthana, the Buddha said, I am walking, I understand. I am eating, I understand. I am sitting, I understand. And I am taking shower, I understand. Okay, I am walking, I understand. So every moment, but Buddha never said in the sutta, walking, 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 sleeping, 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 eating, eating, eating. Never said that. You cannot find the full foundation of mindfulness. Sutta, do you know what happened when I was in Thailand? I think I never practiced such a meditation in, Th in Burma, you know. So when I came to Thailand and we went for the retreat, the forest one, forest monastery, then one teacher, he was teaching the meditation to us because we are students, of course, whatever they teach, we have to accept, you know. And he said, okay, lifting, 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 pushing, 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 dropping, 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 touching, touching, touching. This is like, I don't know what kinds of technique this one. <laughs> but in the Sutta, the Buddha never said that. And also, you have to make sound. I was thinking, this is not a meditation. This is like singing song, right? But in Burma, very quiet, you know, just according to the, the instructions. But uh, Venerable uh, Mahasi Siado, you already know most of you, Mahasi Siado, he focused the Mahasatipatthana Sutta. Mahasatipatthana Sutta said, I am sitting, I understand. I am walking, I understand. This is the, in the Saripatana Sutta. But Venerable Mahasi Seado said he created easy technique 
for teaching the public, for teaching meditation to the people. He said, okay, when you, the abdomen, because this is his creation, he created his technique, that one. When you breathe in, then it's a rising. When you breathe out, it's falling. When you breathe in, rising. You see here, the abdomen. Then he cre his creation is rising, falling, the abdomen. Rising, falling. You just be mindful there. Rising, falling, rising, falling, rising, falling. It also works for the some people, you know. So that's why this technique become very famous in Thai, in Burma. So people who, who went there from the different countries, so they practice that technique, and then when they return back from from that country, and they start teaching that one. But actually, in the sutta, Buddha said, when you are eating, you understand. When you are walking, you understand. Buddha said that way. So we are here teaching the sutta. So we have to follow exactly what the Buddha really said, right? So, so this is the number three hindrances. Uddhasakukusa, sleepiness and dullness. When you know, okay, you sit one hour, 30 minutes, sleepiness and dullness is arising a lot in your mind. Just break up your meditation, go out, practice walking meditation. Okay? Don't go to your cabin and sleep. Don't do that. Okay? Just break up your meditation. Go because you have, we have a big place here for practicing walking meditations. Just do that. And after practicing 20 minutes or 30 minutes uh, walking meditations, <coughs> come back again and practice. Do the sitting meditation. Okay? And then number four hindrances. Uddhasa kukucha. So uddhasa means restlessness. You might go here and there, here and there, here and there, everywhere. And anxiety. I want to keep my mind one place, but my mind never listen to me. I want hindrances not to rise, but your mind never listen to you. There is no control. So if you think that you want to control, yeah, come here for 10 days retreat. I want to attain the jhanas, all the kinds of jhanas, first jhana, second jhana, third jhana, fourth jhana. And I want to become arahant within 10 days. You know? So you're just pushing, pushing, pushing. The more hindrances will arise if you do that. You know? That's why I said, open your, your mind, you know. Bhante Vimala Ramsi, whenever he goes somewhere for giving talk, he said, when you go to the YouTube, you'll say, my little friend, my little brother, that one is me. He's talking about me. Do you know why? I, when I was practicing here, i pushing, 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 pushing a lot. And because... I was thinking that I want to attain the Rahan within four months. And he understood. 
Never my mind, you know. And he said, I know. You want to attend a rahan within four months. You know. I said, no, no, no. I'm, no, no, don't, don't say that. I know. <laughs> so, 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 and then first time he told me, don't push. I told you, allow the hindrances. And then it's the sixers there. And don't practice, don't push a lot. You know, every morning I go to him, same instructions he's giving, same instructions. He said, I already told you. My mind was so wandering, restless, restless. And he said, okay, wake up three o'clock at night. Wow, three o'clock, I never wake up at night. How can I practice meditation three o'clock? And in the forest, everybody sleeping, and I will meditate. He said, okay, try. Okay, first time I woke up, and after uh, washing my face, and I went to my cabin, and started practicing. From three to seven o'clock, one sitting, little moving, you know. First day, I was so sleepy. Oh, no, 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 this is not the good, good time for me. And I went to bed. I want to sleep, you know. And then he asked me, how about your meditation? No good. What happened? I woke up at three o'clock, you know, and tried to practice meditation, but got so sleepy. So, okay, try tonight. Okay. And second day, I started practicing. Then it's really, really work, you know. And then one sitting with a moving four hours. One sitting from three to seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, tang, 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 ring the bell, and I came here for taking breakfast. So after finishing breakfast, and I went to my cabin and slept. One hour, two hours. And after that, then I came here and practiced meditation, 11 o'clock lunch. And I, I went again my cabin for taking a nap around one, one hour. Then exactly 1.30 I came here and practiced 1 to 5.30, 4 hours, one sitting. So then he said, my little friend, finally he listened to me. <laughs> so when you see on YouTube, my little friend, that means that one is me. You know, so should not push too much. If you just allow the hindrances, you know, and then when any hindrances arise, just use the harmonious practice. That we will see all the hindrances will be weaker, 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 weaker. And eventually, when you attend the rahanship, nibbana, then hindrances stop. Hindrances will not arise anymore. Then you are free. I am now free from suffering, free from greed, free from hatred, free from delusion. So what does it mean delusion? Greed, you understand. Hatred, you understand. And delusion, what does it mean delusion? The Four Noble Truths. One who doesn't understand the Four Noble Truths, the Buddha said delusion. Okay?
suffering, cause of suffering, cessation of suffering, then the path that leads to the cessation of suffering. These four truths, if you understand the four truths, that means you are free from suffering and eventually attain Nibbana. So, Ni plus Vana. Ni means no. And Vana means fire. So, the blessed one said, Great is the one of the fire. Hatred is one of the fire. And delusion is one of the fire. So, when he know fire in your mind, that means you have the peace. Your mind is very peaceful. Very, you are different than other, other people. You know? So, that way, you will get a happiness. Nibbanic happiness. So that you never experience in your life. Okay? So that is called the Nibbana. So, so restlessness and anxiety, of course it will arise, just allow. And then use the six hours there. Okay? So here said, there being restlessness and anxiety in a person, they understand there is restlessness and anxiety in me. Or there be no restlessness and anxiety in a person they understand there is no restlessness and anxiety in me and they also understand how there comes to be the arising of unreason restlessness and anxiety and how there comes to be the abandoning of reason restlessness and anxiety and how there comes to be the future non-arising of abandoned restless anxiety. So these are the instructions from the Sutta. Right? But I already explained here easily. Right? So anxiety, restlessness and anxiety, when arise, allow them and use the six years, then it will be weaker, weaker. And the last one, the last hindrances, is a doubt. As I mentioned earlier, so doubt about the meditation technique, doubt about teacher, doubt about you know scriptures. So when such a doubt arises in your mind, just use the six words there. Harmonious practice. So if you do that, then you will see you will have the confidence. You know, what you are doing, the joy will rise in your mind. You know, thinking thought, examining thought, joy, happiness, any unification of mind will arise in your mind. Then you'll, you are in the first jhana. This talk will be after tomorrow, but I am saying today. <laughs> Okay, so you will be in the first jhana. If no hindrances arise in your mind, even for five minutes or even for five seconds, five seconds you are in the first jhana. Okay, so people say, you know, if you want to attain jhana, first jhana, you have to practice 10 years to attain the first jhana. This is not true. The sutta never said like that. 
Sutta said that if you understand the five hindrances and then harmonious practice writer for six hours, these two things, you know, when the meditators come to my center, you know, at the Brahma Vihara Meditation Center, at the beginning, I, see, I teach two things first. One is five hindrances. You must know five hindrances. And the other one is the six hours. Harmonious practice. Do you know why? I told them, memorize it. What are the five hindrances? Sensual desire, hatred, and then sleepiness and dullness, restlessness and anxiety, and doubt. So you got the five hindrances, right? And then, you know, recognize it, release it, relax, tension and tightness, and then bring up the wholesome thought by smiling, and then keep the wholesome thought as long as you can, and then just repeat it. So, this is not like uh, you just, when this one arises and you use this one, when this one arises, you use that one. So when you do that again and again, and eventually you'll see it automatically occur in your mind. So that way you'll see the hindrances is not rising even for five seconds, even for one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, you know, ten minutes. So that moment you were in the jhana. Already Buddha said in the sutta. This is not my, just only, you, sh you should not believe what I am saying, you know. Because this is on, already in the Sutta Buddha explained. Right? So, why I have to wait 10 years for attending jhana? This is not the truth. This is the people explanation. Sutta never say like that. You know? So, you know first hindrances. At the beginning, at night, so when you finish the meditation here, go to your cabin and then what are the five hindrances? Just keep in your mind. Memorize it, keep in your mind. One side and then another side, six hours. So we have two. If you know these two things, this meditation is very easy for you. Very easy. How? Sensual desire arise, six hours there. And then aversion arise, six hours there. Sleepiness, dullness arise, six hours there. And restlessness and anxiety arise, six hours there. Doubt arise, six hours there. Then you'll see the hindrances getting weak, weaker, 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 weaker. And you are in the jhana. So that's why these two things I teach at the beginning for the meditators. If you don't know how to, what are the five hindrances and what are the six hours that means this meditation you cannot practice well so tonight what do you have to do memorize these two things at at at, the, at your cabin okay so i have two friends already one is the five hindrances another one is the six hours then you come here definitely your meditation will be very well from tomorrow. Don't believe me, just you practice. Okay? <laughs> I'm not saying for believing me, you know. I don't I don't like this word.
the belief there is no belief in buddhism no belief so buddhism means the way of life the practical truth that's why i argue a lot with bhante vibharamsi when i came here i'm not going to believe you what you are saying he said okay that's fine you have to show me the from the sutta and i have to see myself i have to read and after listening dhamma talk you know i went to my cabin and next day we went for breakfast lunch and okay did you see the sutta what i said to you yes bante okay do you now trust me yes <laughs> i really trust you <laughs> so then he was laughing you know this is the way how friendly i accepted the teaching from him that's why i always say my guru my guru my guru whenever i give the meditation any places in new york and other places my teacher said like this you know one advice i never forget what my teacher said he said when i went to him for interviewing keep precept and take care of the dhamma everything will come you no need to worry anything this advice so wonderful and i was thinking that okay let me let me try what he said is it it work or not you know he said i am the american monk you know and how did i establish meditation here i always keep the precept and take care of dhamma everything is coming slowly meditators are coming from around the world and they are donating this donating that yeah they are offering this offering that so the first time they bought only the the monastic area that land only 30000 us dollars only that land so there is one if you go there you see there's a small house the long a small house he was sleeping there and one two meditator comes they also slept there and he meditate that place he taught them meditation and people are coming coming slowly and someone said bante i want to i want to buy this one this area and i want to donate and another people said okay i want to donate this donate that and now this area 103 acres this meditation center huge meditation center right i proud too much when i go go to the new york and in bangladesh wherever i i always say about this center you know i'm really really very grateful to the david i say my brother david you know i am going to establish a meditation center in bangladesh same twin center i already did one in uh, in new york but the support sub, uh, the supporting uh, collecting the fund from my people bangladeshi community and also some american people so that one already is okay and i am going to establish another center big center actually 3 to 400 people can sit can meditate you know i save 
12 years all the money about 60,000 US dollars and last time I went there all gone and very big meditation hall we, we built there and after coming back I said David you know everything is for the meditation center gone and he said Bhante don't worry the rest of things yeah, will help you go find me <laughs> go find me and he collected seven thousands you know and then we make already two uh, rooms for the monks and novices almost dance already and then um, before yesterday actually our great teacher you know Dalson he donated three thousand one hundred thirty dollars just a, before yesterday you know I just show him my project so how does come in keep the precept and then take care of the Dhamma so that's why I never forget Bhante Bhimalaramsi advice it's free to work I don't have anything he said I don't have anything I have the big center you say how come it because keep the precept and then take care of the Dhamma means practice the Dhamma not only just to take in your head and carry okay this is the Buddha this Buddha Dhamma Sangha this is the Buddha Dhamma Sangha no not like that practice it the Buddha said in the in the scripture oh monks please keep the precept and practice the Dhamma try to understand that uh, my truth try to understand the teaching of the Buddha if you cannot get the taste of the Dhamma you are not the real disciple of me so if you want to see the Buddha you have to practice the Dhamma you know so how wonderful advice you know so last times actually last year I went to Bangladesh for constructing the new center so one of my students also went there from New York he's really a good practitioner he doesn't like righteous rituals you know there are many meditators they really want to practice meditation what the Buddha and his disciples did in the past when you read the history of the Buddha's teaching most of the monks listen Dhamma talk and practice meditation and they attain Sri Mantra, once returner, non-returner, Anarahan. You know, they never practiced the righteous rituals. But nowadays, a lot of monks and we are doing, why do you know? That one of the good things. We have, every, no, everybody will not practice meditation. So we have to bring all those people for the temple at the temple. So what do we have to do? Okay, chanting Bhavatu Sabba Mangalang Rakantu Sabba Devata Sabba Buddha Anubhavena Sadasati Bhavantuti. We blessed to David this morning he study, right? This and then yesterday also. And then different kinds of the sutta chanting. Because we have to bring the, those people at the temple, the sand monastery. 
and then also when they have the diff and diff the problem at the house so they invite the monks we go there and we do chanting metta sutta <clears throat> metta sutta actually this completely meditation sutta if you read that loving kindness the discourse of loving kindness you know from kuddaka nikaya so if you read that sutta buddha said okay when you are walking radiate loving kindness to others when you are inside outside may all living beings be happy and peaceful may all living beings be free from suffering free from danger free from difficulty who are born who didn't born who will, who was born who wasn't born who will be born in the in the future for all living beings be happy peaceful free from suffering he said this is completely merit loving kindness meditation but when people invite us at a home we go karaniya metta kusalena yantang santang padang abhisamisya sakho vojusa so i think you don't understand this is the pali so we chant this sutta for the people and people left and right and join together be respectful delicious in our talk you know and of course this sutta also very powerful when you recite at home you know many people that when they sleep at home they they see the bad dream you know a lot of difficulties yeah you know, the actually this is the one sort of belief also and something is moving here and there here and there you know and people in better monks who go there when do do recitation the sutta then from that time they can sleep well very well i can give you the one practical example that happened in california san francisco one catholic family they are vietnamese catholic family actually her husband got one disease that one is the the blood blood come come from his eye you know so his wife took her to the the hospital and after four months he passed away the same disease has happened to his first son and she was thinking that this is not the this is not the disease actually someone tried to destroy my family you know so then she took her son to the church okay father father please help my son you know four months ago my husband passed away because of the same disease and the same disease happened to my son please try to help then father said sorry we cannot help you you take her take him to the hospital and she was very upset so she met one burmese uh burmese guy he said okay well could you go to the any monastery because because the he burmese people already they believe that you know when the monk do some sort of chanting 
that her son would be well, you know. So they went to the one monastery in California. So she can speak English, but a Burmese monk cannot speak English. So what she's saying, she doesn't understand. What Bhante says, she, uh, what she said, Bhante didn't understand. What Bhante says, she didn't, she didn't understand. This is the big problem, you know. And the one guy, the attendance, the kapiya, attendance of the Bhante, uh, he could, he, he understood a little bit English. He said, okay, well, from here, two hours drive, from here, two hours drive from San Francisco, there is one meditation center, Tongpulu Meditation Center. It's in the forest. So go there, there are four monks, but what I know, one monk can speak English. Okay, go there. And then she took her sons and went there. And they entered the Buddha hall, and her son uh, lying down in front of the Buddha. You know, then the monks came, what happened? Why, why did you bring your son and they're lying down in, the, in front of the Buddha? What happened? He said, Venerable Sir, Venerable Sir, please protect my son. Four months ago, my husband passed away. The same disease, rise, same disease uh, happened to my son. Please help us, help us. The four monks sat together and with a string and they did long time, one hour chanting. They did one hour chanting. And then, you know, with the one part uh, water, they moved the string and that water, they spread the, in his eyes and then some water that drank. So you see, Bhante said, okay, you should go back tonight and tomorrow you should call, uh, call me. And next day, the blood stopped falling down from, from his eyes. Stop. And she has confidence about this uh, the powerful sutta, you know. This sutta is really, really work. And then, eventually, uh, that uh, her, her son got become better, you know. So, but she cannot sleep at home. She doesn't know. She didn't know that what, what is going on at home. When she go to the bed and some sort of sound is coming, you know, something is falling down. But actually she, she was thinking that mouse is running, you know, but actually not. And she went to the monastery and she said, Venerable Sir, I don't know what happened in my home. And she explained everything. And Venerable said, okay, we, you should invite the monks. We should go to the temple, uh, your home and we will do the chanting. And the monks went there and recited Metta Sutta, loving kindness, the discourse of the loving kindness, the Sutta. And from that time, they could sleep well. So that's why this Sutta is also very powerful, you know. So, but what we have to do, we should not believe all those things. Right now, we should meditate. <laughs> right? So, so, 
do we we do different kinds of things actually one way to bring the people at the monastery and teach them to do the to do the good things buddha said two things here dana giving generosity sila give the precept and bhavana practice meditation so he said first dana giving generosity why why we have to give generosity first because we have to destroy we have to overcome the craving from our mind because our mind is so strong you know like rock so we have to more you give and more your craving will be reduced 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 and then second one is the sila keep precept so i said to all of you please don't break up any precept if you break up then if you will feel guilty yourself so you are you are destroying yourself you know if you think that okay i broke up one precept so then you come to me and then okay bante i broke up one precept i want to take the ten precept again so then you feel free you minus purify then you can, your meditation will develop very well you know so keep the precept to purify your mind and then meditation then your meditation will progress very faster you'll see so how wonderful technique that, that the buddha said first giving generosity dana second keep the precept to purify mind and third bhavana to develop meditation so whenever you open the buddhist buddhist book any buddhist book so you'll find that number 1 dana giving generosity number 2 keep the precept and number number 3 bhavana meditation so which one is the the highest one meditation meditation so if you practice meditation you know you'll gain a lot of merit that one is the highest so this when the uh, the first day i said about my mom you know because she was practitioner she always she woke up uh, at the 3 am and a practice meditation at home but you know she went different teachers what about those monks no they just taught them you know but still she closed her eyes and she meditated so i told her okay go to meditation center and donate the rice so when all the meditator will eat that rice you will gain a lot of merit this is a good merit and she was very happy you know and she always said my beloved son bante you know he always encourage me for doing the wholesome activities dana and then when the end of the retreat and they invited the sangha the more than four and they did the sangha dana sangha dana means offering to the community of monks you know so that was also sangha 
means four to more, four to up. So when you when you mention the word of the Sangha, that means including all the Buddhas there. Gotama Buddha and the other Buddhas. Pacheka Buddhas. Everyone in, included. Because the Buddha was the one, one of the Sangha, right? So, so when you say this offering I am giving to the Sangha, so that way you will gain a lot of merit. Okay, this one I am offering to the Dhammananda. Maybe little merit. Not too much. <laughs> so, if you say, okay, this all donation give it to the all Sangha, then you will gain really a lot of merit. So, remember that. So, okay, so, so doubt, you already know, no doubt arise. If any doubt arise, just use the already, give it the key to open the lock, right? You have the five hindrances and six are there. So, these five hindrances arise, use the six hours there, then you'll feel you, your meditation is really developing, developing, developing very well. You are one of the jhanas and after tomorrow I'll explain all how you attain the first jhana, how you attain the second jhana, how you attain the third jhana, how you understand, how you know. Don't wait for the Delson. Okay, Delson will tell me what jhana I already attained. No, don't wait for that. Why you have to wait? It's already in the sutta. Buddha already mentioned. If you attain this, 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 you are in the first jhana. Very clear. Don't wait. You know? So, in the sutta already very clearly mentioned. So, this is then eventually the Buddha said here in the four foundation of mindfulness because this one I quote from the Sutta number 10. In this way one avoids observing mind objects as mind objects internally. One avoids observing mind objects as mind objects externally. One avoids observing mind objects as mind objects both internally and externally. One avoids observing in mind objects their nature of rising. One avoids observing in mind objects their nature of vanishing. One avoids observing in mind objects their nature of both arising and vanishing and they avoid independent, not craving and clanging. So first one is craving, then clanging. What is the meaning of the craving? So craving means I like it, I don't like it mine. When sensual desire arises, I like it, I want to get more, you develop. This is craving. And then hated rice, I don't like it because I don't want the hated rice in my mind. Because I am practicing meditation at the Masuka right now, so I don't want hate it. Don't come, don't rise now. I don't like it, hate it to rise. This is the craving, you know, and clinging very strong. It is more strong than.
craving, you know, very strong. So if no craving arises, no clinging arises. So Delson is going to explain the different originations. So at that time, it will be very clear. If craving arises, clinging arises. If no craving arises, clinging also not arise. Then eventually, you let in Nibbana. What is Nibbana? At Damasuka? <laughs> what is Nibbana? Nibbana is from, from your head to the feet. Here, in, we have to find out. We have to find out what is Nibbana. Not any place, not a Dhammasukha, not in the uh, Brahma world, not in the heaven, nor in, in other countries. Nibbana is from your head to the feet. So you just have to find out how you know, did arise, just abandon it by using the six hours. And then hatred arise, abandon it by using the six hours. And then you have knowledge about the Four Noble Truths, you understand very clearly, then you attain Nibbana. Nibbana is here. It's not so far. You know, there is no realm of Nibbana. You know, so that's why we have to see and then understand and practice it. When you get the truth, then accept it. This is Ehipasiko Dhamma. Come and see this beautiful teaching. During the Buddha's time, you know, when he attained enlightenment, he was thinking, my Dhamma is very deep. I don't think so that people will understand in the world. People are not ready to understand. Because my Dhamma, Dhamma means the truth. What I gain, I don't think so the people will understand here. Because their mind is very in the dark. You know? Then the king of the Devaloka, the king of the deities, <laughs> He used his psychic power and then his, his chair, you know, shaking like this. And he was thinking, what happened? Somebody will take up my chair? And he used his psychic power and he saw in the human world, the enlightenment one arose. And he was thinking that what he attained, he is not going to teach. Because people not ready, they will not understand. And he came down the human world and he bows three times to the Buddha and he said, Venerable Sir, what you gain, beautiful Dhamma, please, for the happiness of the many, for the benefit of the many, please preach to others. 
when he said like that, the Buddha accepted his invitation. That's why, you know, when you're, when you're a monk, when you're a nun, if somebody don't invite, don't go their home. Okay? <laughs> you have to accept the invitation. This is the rules. You see, today, Dhammananda went to my, uh, he offered the food. Bhante, please accept the food. Then I say, sadhu, sadhu. Right? So, without accepting the food, we cannot take it. We make offerings. So, people have to offer. So, yesterday, today, when we went for arms round, David, Delsons, and the Christians, they offer the food. Then we say, Bhavatu, Sabha, Mangala, what is the meaning of that? Yeah, I, so we have to practice today, to, tonight. Right? Because without understanding, we should not practice anything. Buddhism is you understand and you practice. This is Buddhism. You don't understand and you practice, this is wrong, wrong belief. Wrong practice. Right? So I was thinking, <laughs> so what I am saying, Bhavatu, Sabha Mangalang, you repeat after me and then you don't understand anything. And <laughs> so I was thinking, okay, I should figure it out. And I went to the online and I saw the Samsutta and I found from there and I quote. Then I, 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 brought, I sent to the David and said, told him, okay, please print out. You have to explain them how to pronounce Pali and what is the meaning of that, that Pali. Okay? So, what we have to do, the blessing, we have to bless, that means we have to give them thanks because they offer the food to us. You know? And whatever we are taking the food, before taking the food, we have to do another things. That one also we are going to practice tonight here, you know. So, uh, do you have any question about the five hindrances? No? It's clear. Wow. Yes.
No more question? Wow, it's become very clear to everyone. Really? Okay, so now um, we are going to practice the how when our supporter David and Dalson, Christians, jury, they offer the food. So we have to give, the, we have to thanks them because they are going to offer the food to us. They are also gaining a lot of merit. So we thanks means here blessing. So blessing. So Buddhist term is said a blessing. So you have to bless them because they offer the food to us. So what are they? So here you see uh, this Pali term is a very beautiful word, you know. So we'll practice in Pali how to pronounce it. So you are very lucky that, you know, you are pronouncing the Pali <coughs> correctly, you know. I am the student of Bhante Bhikkhubodhi. So I learned the Pali from him. And he's still learning, you know. So I always try to pronounce the Pali correctly. You know. So if you pronounce a little bit wrong, this is not good. You know. So that's why I have to pronounce exactly how, how to pronounce it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Bante, uh, when we were doing the ordination, you said, remember, you said uh, first we did Buddha, mm -hmm. and then we did Buddha, and you said there was a difference in that. In that, in that so, uh, according to traditions, when you uh, get the, or during the ordinations, mm -hmm. you have to pronounce am. Mm -hmm. But when you put am dot, the top of the am dot, yeah. that means ang. But in the paper, you see, no dot. Mm. Because you have to pronounce am during the ordination only. But later on, you can say ang, buddhang, dhammang, sangang. It's like that. Mm. But when you get the ordination, when you, during the ordination, you must pronounce buddham. And, and why is that? It's actually traditionally came, I exactly don't know. You know, you don't know actually why the Buddha said like that. This is the really Buddha said, or maybe some, the monks created. I exactly don't know. And we answer for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And the line under the A is. It's called long A long A. Yeah, it's a long tone, and it's no A long. That means it's short tone. It's when you say A long, it's a long tone. Okay? So now, uh, let us the... Okay, go ahead. So, <clears throat> I'm reading the, the English, and now it makes sense to me. Exactly, that's why I, 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 I did the homework for that. Yeah, so <laughs> I've heard this chant for maybe 40 or 50 years, and I've never heard what it means. Oh, really? But I think the English words, when I hear them, are really powerful. Of course. Because I know what they mean. Exactly. But the Pali words, I have no idea what they mean. Yeah, so you have idea. So You'll have idea this retreat. <laughs> You'll be in enlightened about it, you know? <laughs> Don't worry. So We did post this in English and Pali on the wall in front of you. So. You, you know that David... He requested me, Bante, 
I want the meditators because they all, everyone will be monastic. So I, 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 requesting you, please try to teach them some Pali, how to pronounce it. So before coming here, he sent an email to me, and he also requested. That's why I was thinking that you know this is a good chance for all of you to learn the Pali. At least you can say after going at Dhammasukha Meditation Center, we learn something, <laughs> right? We learn something, right? Meditation, practical truth, and as well as Pali knowledge, right? Even though I am not the good scholar, but I know whatever I know, I try to share to all of you. Okay. So here, please repeat after me. First, we'll practice the blessing, bhavatu, and then second one is the reflection for the food. So the for food, we'll collect the food. We'll, we'll go for the arms round, and after taking the food, we'll come. Uh, everyone have take the seat, your own seat. Then everyone have this paper, okay? So this one we'll practice here from tomorrow every morning. We'll practice here, and on the table you will see this paper again. So by by seeing the paper, we'll recite together. We'll bless them because they work very hard. We are happy, ma'am. No need to worry. We just practice meditation, right? This is their duty. They offer that, offer the food to us. We just eat and meditate, right? But anyway, we are gaining a lot of merit, and that all merit we share for the David, and for Christian, for Dalson, right? So that way, they say sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. What does it mean sadhu, sadhu? Well done, well done, well done. We say in English. That means we gain a lot of merit the whole day. And you offer one spoon of rice and all my merit sharing to all of you. You accept it? Yes. Yeah. He's a sadhu already. <laughs> Do you know what happened in New York City? I often go to different places. Uh, people house, people invite me, and I can do chanting and other things also. And then one, the monk, you know, who went with me uh, in Bangladesh, <coughs> before going to Bangladesh, he was thinking that I am the meditation teacher, I only teach meditation, but I am not the skill about chanting. He didn't see that. And when I went to Bangladesh, because people invite me, offer the food, do the some sort of blessing, do chanting, you know, he, he closed his eyes and then, because he doesn't know how to chant it, you know. He said, you are the chanting monk. <laughs> and I, told, I explained him, you know why? People who, who are not interested about meditation, we have to chant for them. We have to bless them. We have to do something good for them because they already offer the food to us, right? So if we think that, okay, okay, I'm not going to do chanting. I'm only focused on meditation. So in New York City, when I went to the people's house, so end of the ceremony, we share the marriage by pouring the water, you know? 
Then one lady told me, Bhante, we gain a lot of merit today because the, for doing that, for gaining that, that merit, we did a lot of things. We went to the uh, shopping, uh, for the supermarket to buy something, you know, for making a delicious food for the monks. And we went different places. So we worked very hard for, uh, for gaining the merit. Why we have to share to others? <laughs> she said to me, why we have to share to others? Because this is my merit. Why I, I have to share to others? And you always say, okay, please share merit to the departed one. Share merit to the departed one. I am not going to do that. Because I work very hard for that. <laughs> Then I said, no, don't, this is not the way what the Buddha said. So, more you offer, more you share the merit to departed one, your merit will be increased. And I told her, okay, for instance, one teacher, when teach at the college, the university, so more he teach, so do you think his, uh, his knowledge is going to reduce? No, it's going to increase, right? Exactly the same. So whatever we gain the knowledge, whatever we do the meritorious deeds, punya kriya in Pali, we share to the departed one. So if you reborn in the ghost realm, you accept our merit. By this merit, you may reborn in human being or maybe in the heaven. This is the Samsutta explain, okay? So we are not going that side. We are meditator. We are practicing meditations. Understand and meditate. Understand and meditate. That's all. Right? This is our way. Right? So now we are going to first one bless him. Bless him. Because every day we are going for arms round. We have to know that. So, as Dhammananda said, Pali, I know the translation, but I don't know the Pali word, how to pronounce it and how to recite it. So, today I want everyone to recite very nicely, more beautiful than me. Right? <laughs> okay. Together, Bhavatu Sabha Mangalam. First, first I recite and then you repeat after me. Okay, that will, will be clear. Bhavatu Sabha Mangalam Rakkantu Sabha Devata Sabha Buddha Nubhavena Sada Sukhi Bhavantute Sada Sukhi Bhavantute Bhavatu Sabha Mangalam Bhavatu Sabha Mangalam Rakkantu Sabha Devata Sabba Dhamma Nubhavena Sabba Dhamma Nubhavena 
सदा सुखी भवंतु थे बावतु सब्ब मंगलं राकंतु सब्ब देवता सब्ब संगानुभावेना so the translation you already know that so you can read yourself right so when we bless them we do pali in pali but translation you already know that so no need to no need to uh, read the translation that moment that time just only pali so this one you can you can keep here uh, every morning we will we'll recite together again bhavatu sabbamang and now we can do together can you do that yeah good okay good bhavatu sabbamangalan rakantu sabbadevata sabba buddhanubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu te bhavatu sabbamangalan rakantu sabbadevata sabba dhammanubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu te bhavatu sabbamangalan rakantu sabbadevata sabba sanganubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu te okay one more time bhavatu sabbamangalan rakantu sabbadevata sabba buddhanubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu te bhavatu sabbamangalan rakantu sabbadevata sabba dhammanubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu te bhavatu sabbamangalan rakantu sabbadevata sabba sanganubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu te sadu 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 okay this is the last time final okay and then tomorrow we will practice in the morning every morning we will practice it. so after this and then we will go next bhavatu sabba mangalam rakantu sabba devata sabba buddhanubhavena sada sukhi bhavantu the bhavatu sabba mangalam rakantu sabba devata sabba dhammanubhavena 
सदाशोखे भवंतुते भवतो सबमंगलाको सबदेवता सब संगानुभावेना सदा सुखी भवंतुते साधु 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 वेरी गुड सो एवरीबॉडी डिड एक्सलेंट एक्चुअली सो नाउ वी आर गोइंग टू डू द रिफ्लेक्शन फॉर द फूड दिस वन वी प्रैक्टिस आफ्टर प्रैक्टिस एंड देन देन वी विल एंड आवर टॉक Is it possible uh, you stand at the end, right? You're the most senior, right? At the when we receive our uh, alms, we do our alms round. Is it possible at this point for you to come down about halfway? You're kind of like our choir director, and but but we can't. The, the other half of the line cannot hear you very well. Oh, yeah. So so I have to be in the middle, right? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle, and it doesn't get lost. Okay, no problem. So I should be in the middle. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Okay, good. This is a good idea, actually. No, no, I cannot hear anything. I'm all the way on the other side. Yeah. So it's it's like the telephone. You know? Okay, no problem. Telephone game. Okay. It gets worse. The volume gets worse. Okay, no problem. So from tomorrow, I'll be in the middle. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead yeah. and then come to the middle of the chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first I go for the first uh, the uh, first yeah, first line and then when after collecting the food I should come to the middle, right? Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. this is the also good things. No problem. Okay, now yeah, uh, when I uh, will take Okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm Polly are the V's always pronounced as W's? V. They're as V? Yeah, V. Not the B. B. It's a V. It's a W. W. Yeah. 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 This is the way how to pronounce it. Always W. Yeah. Always W. Never B. Nah. So when you see V, like the Victory, right? V pronounce W. Yeah. W. 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 V. E. W. It's like this. Okay. So now we are going to the reflections for the food. So when we take the food, we take a take our seat, you know, and then everyone have this paper. Then we will left and right and join together like this, and then we will recite this one. After that, we will also read the translation together, right? So first, uh, you repeat after me, and then later on we will recite together, okay? Pati Sangha, Pati Sangha, Yuniso, Yuniso, Pinda Patang, Pinda Patang, Pati Sevami, Pati Sevami, Neva Dawaya. Namadhaya, Namadhaya, Namandanaya, Namandanaya, Navibhusanaya, Navibhusanaya, 
วิหิสุปรัตเียงบรมมาสาริยานุกหายังอิติปุรานัชาเวดานังปฏิหังกามิงเนวันชาเวดานังนาอุปเดสามิยัตราสเมบาวิสติอนาวัจจัสปัสุวิหารุสัตติเอเกิดว่ามุดนั้นปฏิสังกายโยนิสุบินดาปตังปฏิเสวามิเนวัตดาวายานามดายานามันดานายานาวิบุสนายามยาวเดวามิมสกายสัติทิยายาปนายามวิหิงสุปรัตยามบรมมาสาริยานุกหายามอิติเอปุรานังชาเวดานังปฏิหังกามิเนวันชาเวดานังนาอุปเดสามิเอตราสเมบาวิสติอนาวัจจตาสัพสุวิหารุสัติโอเค read the translation together Wisely reflecting, I use this sam's food not for fun, not for pleasure, not for fattening, not for beautification, only for the nourishment and maintenance of this body, for keeping it healthy, for helping with the holy body. I'm thinking thus: I shall destroy all feelings of hunger. And not produce new feelings of overeating. Thus, there will be freedom from this and living at ease. Okay, so this is the final. This time we'll do Pali and translation, then end. Right? Then we'll share the merit. Okay, together. Okay, so when we will see together, we'll have the paper. Okay, let us. Reflect. Uh, ref, let, let us reflect. Uh, let us reflect on food, right? So we say in Nepali, actually, p a c h a v e k a n a in Pali. So let us reflect the food. Pati sanka yonisong. ปินดาปตังปฏิเสวามิเนวะดาวายานามดายานามันดานายานาวิบุสนายานยาวเดวามิมาสกายสัทิฏฐายาปนาเยงวิหิงสุปรัตยา
ब्रह्मचारीयुगाहायदनाटिहकामी अनावज्यता फु विहरोसाइसली रिफ्लेक्टिंग आई यूज दिस साम्स फूड नॉट फॉर फन नॉट फॉर प्लेशर नॉट फॉर फैटनिंग नॉट फॉर ब्यूटिफिकेशन ओनली फॉर द नरिशमेंट्स एंड मेन्टेनेंस ऑफ दिस बॉडी फॉर कीपिंग इट हेल्थी फॉर हेल्पिंग विद द होली लाइफ thinking thus i shall destroy all feelings of hunger and not produce new feelings of obesity thus there will be freedom from physical discomfort and limitations sadhu 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 very good everybody did very excellent actually so we'll practice uh, every morning so this one after accept your 10 percent so now we are going to share the merit together please